running not knowing i am fevered we are all running either after something or away from something in this message pastor preaches from certain instances of running of hagar jephthah david and jonah from the bible and encourages to run after the high calling of god without looking back tonight let's open our bibles to the book of genesis the 19th chapter the book of genesis the 19th chapter and 19th verse the book of genesis the 19th chapter and the 19th verse behold now thy servant hath found grace in thy sight uh, re- read it from the uh, the amplified bible or uh, the new king james version behold now thy servant has found favor in thy sight and thou hast magnified thy mercy which thou hast shown unto me in saving my life and i cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil take me and i die behold now this city is near to flee unto and it is a little one oh let me escape and my soul shall live amen can you read that genesis 19 19 and 20 amplified bible amen behold now your servant has found favor in your sight behold your servant has found favor in your sight and you have magnified your kindness and you have magnified your kindness and mercy to me and mercy to me in saving my life in saving my life but i cannot escape to the mountains but i cannot escape to this mountain lest the evil overtake me lest the evil overtake me and i die and i die see now see now yonder city yes it, it is near enough to flee to it is near enough to flee to i want you to underline that word flee to near enough to flee to and it is a little one and it is a little one oh let me escape to it oh let me escape to it is it not a little one amen is it not a little one Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to title the message running not knowing I am favored. Amen. Amen. Running not knowing that I am favored. There is this legend of the lion and the gazelle. which i have quoted to you before but i want to quote it to you again every morning in africa a gazelle wakes up and knows that it must run faster than the fastest lion or it will be killed every morning a lion wakes up and knows that it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve to death it doesn't matter whether you are the lion or the gazelle when the sun comes up you better start running amen amen you better start running, running. hallelujah hallelujah we all are running amen amen some of us are not running not knowing that we are favored either you are the lion you're running after something or you are the antelope the gazelle is that how you pronounce it gazelle gazelle like the hindi gazelle <laughs> okay so pardon my mistakes english vocabulary mistakes here it, you know how do you say that again gazelle gazelle it is an it is a type of an antelope okay. antelope is much more easier for me so either you are a lion running after something or you are an antelope running away from something but we are all running we are all fleeing something and it is important that you run because you won't make progress if you don't run so sometimes a sense of danger can cause you to run it could be something in your family that you see that has been there as a pattern where you don't want to be stuck in that and you got to run maybe it is something 
you saw happening to others that is kind of freaking you out and you are fleeing if you don't have anything that you're running after or away from you will live life in such a way without a sense of urgency so there has to be either something that is pushing you from back from behind or something that is pulling you from ahead the push and pull factor everyone every one of us listening to this message tonight is either pushed or pulled either you are the lion or the antelope and even dangers and challenges can actually motivate you and can stir you up everybody is running but from the scriptures i want to look at a few people who were running and we open our bibles to the book of genesis chapter 16 and verses 6 to 8 the first person whom you see fleeing so uh, 6 to 8 yeah so abram said to sarai ah. indeed your maid is in your hand indeed your maid is in your hand do to her as you please do to her as it pleases you and when Sarai dealt harshly with her and when Sarai dealt harshly with her she fled from her presence she fled from her face see Hagar was running away from the consequences the results of something that she's done in her life she slept with her boss's husband Looked like everybody was on the same page. The boss, the husband, everybody was on the same page. But suddenly from being a person who was favored in that family, she's disliked. The very boss who was favoring her is actually disliking her. She did only things with her boss's permission. And she must have felt wrong. She must have felt like a victim. So if even if you have permission in certain things of life, there are still consequences. But she is running. She wants to somehow move away from her past. Every one of us has got a past. Maybe it might be your childhood days. It might be your school days. It might be your home. It might be what you've grown up in. Something that you are fleeing from. Something that is kind of pushing you. Something that's coming from behind. When you study the scriptures, finally she came to a good place. God did not forsake her. God sent an angel for her. In between, she went through a dry place and was in the wilderness. But God favored her. God was merciful to her. God saw her plight and said, even your generation shall become a mighty nation. And opened up a well for her. Then there is in the book of Judges, the 11th chapter. A man by the name of Jephthah is actually running from rejection. Her father, his father, went into a prostitute, and she became pregnant, and that is how he was born. And the rest of the family, his father had a wife and children. And suddenly he's growing with the rest of the family, but the rest of the family are not accepting him. Because he's born out of a mistake. The 
the circumstances might be a mistake but you know that god never makes a mistake amen if you are listening to me tonight you are not a mistake hallelujah amen there is somebody who is listening to me tonight you do not know even who your father is you do not know who your father is your biological father you do not have any idea and you're still listening to this message tonight god has sent me with a word tonight for you telling me to tell you that god is favoring you he is going to make you someone that people are going to look up to and you will be instrumental in leading many people into faith in Jesus Christ god is favoring you you might think like a mistake you might think that you are not wanted but god's favor is coming upon you rabala even while i'm saying this you are sitting there and crying rakal prostalam brace to anaria in the name of jesus may the blessing of god come upon you tonight amen Amen. Rejection is when you don't have a sense of belonging. People don't respect you. You don't feel as if you belong anywhere. You are there but you don't feel you belong. And that's how Jephthah grew up. And so the brothers put him out of the house and he fled. Judges 11:1 to 4 he fled. He fled and got into a company of other rejected people. and it's got this bad boy image or bad girl image depending on your gender but the very people who rejected him are coming after him and saying listen we are being attacked by a faith under the nation we want you to be the leader once a man of god told me people who have achieved something in life are always people who have been kind of insecure people who are secure are kind of comfortable and happy there's nothing pushing them they don't want to come up in life they don't want to go further in life and they never do anything but people who are kind of insecure they feel they have to achieve something there is there is this something pushing them they just know they just can't sit there and die it is said that mostly among you know you will find in most families the first generation they had a lot of trouble they cried forth for they prayed they worked hard they excelled and somehow god was merciful and blessed them the second generation walked into that blessing they sit comfortably enjoying the blessing they don't have the drive to go and achieve something but tonight this word is setting certain families free amen oh daras kalabare this going to be a push that is of the favor of god that's going to be of the holy spirit will push you out of your comfort zone it doesn't matter what your background is where you come from where you have been and what you've gone through god has got a plan about you god has got a purpose about you if you believe that lift your hands open your mouth shout out the name of jesus put your hands together bless the name of jesus tonight if you have got the holy spirit speak in tongues put your hands together worship jesus in other tongues please kara bare daras kara bare one of the negatives of this man jephtha was the fact that he was so desperate to succeed they said we wanted to lead he made a vow to god god didn't ask him god didn't demand it of him he said lord when i if you give me victory when i come back after defeating the ammonites the first thing that i see i will offer to you god never asked him that see there are people who will take unnecessary risks because there is a sense of rejection that you feel from people around you from your family and friends every one of us are running we are fleeing but we are fleeing either from something or to something either there's something pushing you or there's something pulling you look at the third example david 1 samuel 19 18 and 
He was running away from evil conspiracies. Evil conspiracies. He was running away from evil conspiracies. He felt as if the whole political system was against him. And Saul was against him. Because David was anointed when he was a king. I mean, as a young boy, he was anointed as king. He won his victories at a very young age. He was thrust into leadership at a young age. And so when you succeed kind of quickly, chances are that people will want to destroy you. The king actually wanted to kill him. So somebody is determined to destroy this man. Sometimes your talent, your gift can cause others to envy and they might try to kill you before your time. But there is somebody or many who is watching tonight. Somebody else is fighting you. You want to come up in life, you want to rise up in life and somebody is determined to pull you down, to destroy you. But tonight in the name of Jesus, every evil conspiracy against your life is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Excel, go forward in the name of Jesus. David runs to Samuel the prophet. He runs to Samuel the prophet. And the prophet is a source of encouragement for him. But the king gets the news. See, when you're fighting an establishment or when you're fighting something, the king gets the news, you know. When powerful people want to destroy you, they somehow look for news. See, God is omniscient, He's omnipresent, He's all knowing. People are not all-knowing. So they need to monitor. They need to send the CBI or the, depending on which nation you're listening to from, the FBI or the CBI or, uh, you know, whatever. They, they, they got to put people in strategic places to monitor you, to find out what you're doing, where you are going, who you are with. And so in the demonology world, there is a spirit called the monitoring spirit. Spirits that move through animals and move through people to monitor. Tonight, I break the power of it in Amen. the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May you be covered under the blood of Jesus Amen. Christ. Yes, Let no evil eye come upon you. May the blood of Jesus Christ cover you. Tonight, lift your hand and say the precious blood of Jesus. Lift your voice and say the precious blood of Jesus. Speak over me, over my family, over my generations. Over my family, over my generations. Amen. Amen. Chances are that if there is nobody running after you, you are not going anywhere. You are just chumma sitting. Listening from preacher to preacher. <laughs> Some people are driven by a vision. Some people are driven by their insecurity. Some people are driven by their pain. But something is motivating you. Maybe there is poverty or debt in your family and you don't want your generations to walk in that debt and you suddenly realize, I have to break out of it. The fourth person is Jonah. He was running away from responsibility. Many of us do that, don't we? See, David was favored of the Lord. He did not realize it when he was running away. Jonah was running away 
from responsibility he felt called to do something and he didn't want to do it there are people who are running away from their mission in life they want to do something else god has called you to be a preacher but you want to run away from that and you want to be a businessman god has called you to be a worship leader but you want to run away from that and be something else sometimes responsibilities freak us out the responsibility of being a father you can freak you out or being married it used to freak me out <laughs> getting married responsibility i rather stay single and preach the lord <laughs> responsibility of being a pastor oh boy i never wanted that i always wanted to be an evangelist sometimes you know the heart your heart is yearning to go out there to the mission field and there is this weight called responsibility <clears throat> there is a saying you can run but you can't hide <laughs> too much pressure sometimes you might be the first born in your family and your father is not there and you got to raise up the entire family the pressure sometimes you are a single mother and you got to raise up your children the pressure the holy spirit sees you he wants you to know you're favored you're running but he's favored you amen hallelujah even if you run away god won't abandon you he will not leave you hallelujah amen nee etra thenni devasanil irunnu pogaan nokkiyalum ദൈവത്തിന് നിന്നോട് ഇഷ്ടമായതുകൊണ്ട് ദൈവം നിന്നെ ഏതെങ്കിലും വിധത്തിൽ മുറകെ പിടിച്ചിരിക്കും ഒരിക്കലും ദൈവത്തിന്റെ കയ്യിൽ നിനക്ക് തെന്നി പോകാൻ സാധ്യമല്ല ഓടിപ്പോകാൻ സാധ്യമല്ല from soul you can run away david from sara you can run away hagar jephtha you can run away from your family but how would you run away from god even if you go and hide in the stomach of a whale god will still see you amen glory be unto the name of jesus amen see god has seen this man jonah for the entire deliverance of an entire city can you imagine that revival in an entire city god has seen and this man doesn't want he is running away some of you god has seen you to bring hallelujah revival in this nation in the nations of the world hallelujah in the cities that you dwell in in your homes and neighborhoods in your college campuses and workplace god wants to use you for his kingdom say hallelujah lord enough of running away i give you my life i give you my life lord either you are pushed from behind or pulled from the front what are you running after that is pushed from the front for some people who run they have a mission and they have a message that is pulled from the front you have a you have a vision a message and a mission Look at Genesis 19 the scripture that we have read 
when you are running after what God has called you to be, never look back. Look at somebody and say, never look back. Never look back. Genesis 19 verse 17. Genesis 19 verse 17. Please read it. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape. Do not look behind you or stay anywhere in the plain. The angel of God is bringing Lot and his family out. See, Lot was in the wrong location, in the wrong neighborhood. He lived there. But God is not holding all that against him. It doesn't matter what you've been through. If you want to enjoy what God has called you to be and to do what God has wants you to do, you got to make a decision that you won't look back. Don't look back. That's what the angel said. Don't. Do not look behind you. Do not look behind you. Genesis 19 verse 26. Lord's wife looked behind. Amen. And she became a pillar of salt. Can you imagine that? And Navy version says, not Lord's wife looked behind. I mean, I always wondered, what's Lord's wife running ahead of Lot? Just imagine, Lot is running. They all kept their eyes upon the mountain, on the city that God has appointed for them to run to. Lord's wife looks back, becomes a pillar of salt. And Lot is running. I mean, wouldn't you look back? What freaked my wife out? She never gets freaked with anything. <laughs> what stopped her? She's such a mighty woman. <laughs> Even if the wife was by the side, and so I looked back, you, you would be still tempted. Oh, what happened? But King James Version says, Lord's wife was behind. But I am sure Lot had the discipline not to look back. See, Lot made many mistakes in his life. But one thing he knew, if he had to have a future, he needed to have focus. It doesn't matter what all mistakes you have made in life. It doesn't matter. God is not holding it against you because of the blood of Jesus Christ. You repent, you say, Lord, I'm sorry. He's forgiven you. But hallelujah. God says, hallelujah. Have the discipline of looking to your future and not looking back. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, Lord, give me that grace, that grace of discipline. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. The sad part is when you're looking forward, you have to leave people behind. Unfortunately. Because there are people who are frozen in time. They don't want to move forward. They're just happy. You ask your friends who drink with you every week, who party with you, who do whatever, they're happy. And you're also happy there. But you decide to move out of it. People who can't, who don't have a mission in life. People who don't see the vision. The other day I told somebody who was very close to me. I said, listen, I love you very much. But unfortunately, God is calling me forward. And I've been trying to tell you about the vision. Trying to make you understand. Obviously, you're not understanding. You're stuck and you want me to be frozen in time with you. I can't. Here is Lot escaping Sodom and Gomorrah. Your friends want you to stay in that relationship. Want you to be in that bad habit. But tonight, you got to know the favor of God is upon you. But you got to decide that you're going to be focused on what God has laid ahead of you. Something is pulling you forward. The destiny that God has kept for you. Run away from everything that is stopping you back. And say, Lord, here I am. I give myself to you. 
There are two things that is driving lot. One in the front, the mountain of safety. In the back, the fire of Sodom and Gomorrah. See, there is this push and pull factor in everybody's life. You got to have hope and vision in front of you. Your life is not over. Are you with me tonight? Amen. Lift your hand and call on the name of Jesus for a Jesus, minute and say, Lord, Jesus, help me hallelujah. to focus on you. Lord, you are the pioneer, the perfecter of my faith. Yes, it doesn't Lord. matter who, who, who oh, doesn't want to follow or run after you. Lord, I want to do it, Lord. Look at somebody else in the Bible, Elijah. I would call him the person who, who couldn't be discouraged. Hallelujah. I mean, he made a decision. I won't be discouraged. Can you open your mouth and say that? I won't be discouraged. I won't be discouraged. Because everybody around him is trying to discourage him. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 4. Four times in the journey. The sons of the prophet are telling Elijah, listen. Don't go after this man. He'll be taken away soon. Just no. Stay where are you are. Why, why run go? Why go forward? Elijah even said, Bethel, Gilgal, Bethel, Jordan, Jericho, Jordan. You want to stay anywhere here? I'm going forward. But he's determined, he's got a focus. Hallelujah. I want the double. Anointing. Amen. I want yes. the double portion. Oh, I want. I want. Yes. Oh, I want to have the vision of God. I want to be used of God. Yes, Lord. Oh, what do you want in your life? You got to have that in front of you. You want to. It has to be. There won't be anybody to encourage you into that. You want a good marriage? You've got to determine that is a vision. I want a good marriage. It has to be in the will of God. You want children who are in the Lord? Yeah, I want that. I'm going to focus on that. You want to prosper? Yes, I want a godly prosper. You want to serve the Lord? Yes. You're keeping that. Because life is full of discouragement. Life specializes in discouraging you. Elijah's push factor was discouragement. Pull factor was, I know what I want. If, if I'm standing here today, let me tell you, it's not been easy. There are many things all through years trying to discourage me from serving the Lord. Every week. But I made a decision, I won't be discouraged. I choose not to be discouraged. Sometimes people come and say, Pastor, nobody believes in me. Nobody is there to encourage me. Encourage yourself. That's what David did. In 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Some discouraged person sitting there, let me ask you, have you paid anybody or recruited anybody to encourage you in life? You got a maid at home, you pay, pay her. You recruit somebody in the office, you pay them. But have you recruited somebody, paid somebody to encourage you? You know why that is important? Because nobody owes you an encouragement. <laughs> Nobody owes you an engagement. There are people who are sitting there waiting for somebody to engage, then clap them on and say, yeah, go do this business. Yeah, yeah, go study there. Yeah, go serve the Lord. Clapping for you. Yeah. And if you don't get that clap, you'll collapse. You're waiting for somebody to do that. 
you're waiting for somebody to hold you and say you are gifted called of god i believe in you go excel you got to look for some other planet it's not on planet earth it's not even in the galaxy that we live in go to neptune or pluto or somewhere and find out whether there's somebody there glory be to the name of jesus amen open your mouth and say i won't be discouraged i won't be discouraged in the name of jesus in the name of jesus yeah. because you got a purpose i want to be in the move of the holy spirit amen yes lord i want to be in the revival fire of god oh, yes, i want to be jesus. used of god amen. oh yes look at paul paul who was taken up into the third heavens look at philippians chapter 3 13 onwards philippians chapter 3 uh verses 12 onwards not that i have already attained or i'm already perfected but i press on that i may lay hold of that for which christ jesus has also laid hold of me see Yes. What is that? Not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected. The 14th verse. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So Paul is pulled by one thing, the high call of God in Christ Jesus. Can you imagine that he says I forget everything that lies behind, whether it be successes or failures? open doors or closed doors see he was taken up into the third heavens <laughs> had many revelations seen miracles through his ministry he has been imprisoned the positives and the negatives been persecuted in dangers many times you know the negatives and the positive but he says i forget all i forget all because there is something that is pulling me hallelujah the high calling of god in christ jesus i wonder what is pulling you open your mouth and say the high calling of god in christ jesus the high calling of god oh, in christ pull me hallelujah pull me amen oh amen see at one time he was the persecutor of the church that was maybe the push factor he must have felt so guilty all the time he was there when stephen was stoned but now he says i forget what lies behind for i press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of god in christ jesus there is something that is pulling me hallelujah beyond your success imprisonment hunger pain there has to be something Are you with me? Amen. If you're going to finish the race. If you're going to run till Jesus call comes. Anybody with me tonight? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ himself Hebrews 12 verse 2. Hebrews 12 verse 2. looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith mm. who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross mm. despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of god mm. amen amen see he went through the pain of the cross despising the shame why for the joy that was set before him sometimes there can be pain there can there can be bitterness but you got to learn to say okay for the for the joy that is set before me yes 
For the joy that is set before me, I'm despising the shame and the pain of the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Rastala in the name of Jesus certain discouraged souls sitting in pain and discouragement may that go out of your life certain blindness be broken off let the light of God's grace and gospel shine upon you thank you Jesus thank you Lord Amen see I run Paul was favored. Jesus was the favored of God. But they ran. Looking to that which was pulling them, they call in God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There are two kinds of runners. One is the runner without a mission. No mission. They just run. And there are people with a mission running. And we, I, I close with this, but 2 Samuel 18th chapter. It's an interesting uh, chapter. You've got to read it later. Uh, 2 Samuel, the 18th chapter. You've got to read through that chapter. It is, you know, there's a lot to preach from that chapter, actually. But we're going to just take that part. Uh, the 19th verse. Then said Ahimas, the son of Zadok, let me now run and bear the king's king tidings, how that the Lord... Let hath, me now run and bear the king's tidings. How that the Lord hath avenged him of his enemies. Amen. And Joab said unto him, ah. Thou shalt not bear tidings this day, ah. but thou shalt bear tidings another day. Mm. But this day thou shalt bear no tidings, mm. because the king's son is dead. Ah, 21st verse. Then said Joab to Cushi, ah. Go tell the king what thou hast seen. And Cushi bowed down unto Joab and ran. And ran. See, two people running. When you read 2 Samuel 18, the chapter, you will find Absalom, the son of David, had risen up against David and there was a civil war. He became king and David temporarily had to leave Jerusalem. And then there was a battle going on and Joab is David's commander-in-chief of the army. And Absalom is killed. And then Joab, the leader of the army, is saying, Go tell the king. And Ahimaaz said, let me run. You got to study from God's word. You will find in 2 Samuel 1st chapter. When a runner came to David and said, Saul and Jonathan were dead. David in his anger took the sword and chopped both their heads off. There was another guy called Ishiboth, whose death was also brought before David and David cut off the head of the guy who brought that message. Here is David's son Absalom dead. See, Ahimas is the son of Sadok. Sadok is the priest. So he comes from a noble family, good family, priestly family. He's an action man. His very name means rough. My brother is rough or anger. He's always on the go. He was a runner himself. When you study the scripture, he's run before. He's a fast runner. You can see that in 2 Samuel 17, the chapter. Ahimas has run before with a message. And Kush or Kushi, that word means black man. Not even his name. From a tribe. 
This man has a message. Joab tells him, you take the message. He's got a mission. But he does not have speed. Ahim has a speed. Ahimas knows the terrain. Kushi does not even know the terrain. Ahimas is called to run. I mean, Kushi is called to run with the message. He's got a mission. But Ahimas wants to run. Look at the 22nd verse. Then said Ahimas, the son of Sadok, yet again to Joab. But however, let me, I pray thee, also run after Kushi. <laughs> Some people cannot just stand to see others running. <laughs> Some people cannot just stand to see others moving ahead in life. They also, even though God, God has not called them to do, they, still, they also got to run. If you look at the words, he says, let me run now. Which means he felt a certain kind of entitlement. I've done this before, I know it. I'm from a noble family. I mean, I got to do it. A spirit of entitlement. Let me also run. A spirit of competition. If Kushi can run, I also got to run. I want to be there. I want to run because I want to outrun the other guy. That man bought a Benz, I will buy Rolls Royce. He built three bedroom house, I will build four bedroom house. He ministers twice a week, I will minister five times a week. He wrote a song, I will write two songs. Even if I have to take it down from Bonium. <laughs> Some people can't just allow others to shine. <laughs> that is Ahimas. You just can't stand somebody else doing better than you. I can't allow Kushi to run. So this guy also runs. And he outruns Kushi. The 24th verse, and we close with that. And David sat between the two gates, mm. and the watchman went up to the roof over the gate unto the wall, mm. and lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, a man running alone. Mm. And the watchman cried and told the king, and the king said, if he be alone, mm. there is tidings in his mouth. Yes. Now, 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 because of lack of time, we won't read the entire thing. But look at the... Ahimas comes and says to the king, listen, Ahimas comes and says, King, uh, look at the 29th verse. And the king said, Is the young man Absalom safe? And Ahimas answered, When Joab sent the king's servant, and me thy servant, I saw a great tumult, but I knew not what it was. See, can you imagine saying to the king, I don't know what the message is. I've come here first. I saw something, but I cannot exactly make sure what it was. <laughs> and you know what? 30th verse. And the king said unto him, Turn aside and stand here. It's like punishment in the school. Class in the portnay kyamala. Turn aside, stand still. See, imagine you run and then you don't get a reward. You outrun somebody, but at the end of it, there's nothing. You were in the rat race. You came out as the bigger rat. But there is no cheese. <laughs> you just gotta stand still. There are many people who will compete with you. Kushi ran and came. And look at how he answered. Look at the ne next verse. 
and behold kushi came and kushi said tidings my lord the king for the lord hath avenged thee this day of all them that rose up against thee and the See, king he is answering in wisdom open your mouth and say wisdom wisdom because he knows if he says absalom your son is dead skilled so he says the enemies of my lord the king and all that rise against thee to do thee hurt be as that young man he didn't use the word dead the king understood see let the man with the message with the wisdom run ahead and i always wondered did joab set up kushi now how sometimes people set you up people set you up for failure i mean ahimas i like so telling ahimas don't don't run because this guy's head will go you take this news your head will go so you stay here the job set up many people who run and even if people have set them up when the favor of god is upon you god will give you the wisdom in that journey amen and you will come out of it yes in victory amen amen because yes, of the favor of god upon amen. you yes lord glory unto the oh, name of jesus christ hallelujah. i hope somebody caught that tonight rakha stala prakastunia sometimes people set you up for failure rakhal ste prakaswa they want to watch you die they want to watch you fail they're just waiting for you to fall down but amidst that because of the favor of god god will impart wisdom and he will give you hallelujah victory because you are unique Amen. You are a game changer. Hallelujah. Favor will make you a game changer. Amen. So tonight you're running. All of us are. But may you run to Jesus. Amen. May you run into the will of God. Yes. Into the purpose of God. Yes. Lord. Into the wisdom of God. Amen. Into the blessing Amen. of God. Amen. Remember amidst your struggles, amidst oh, your challenges, when things are pushing you and pulling you, uh, remember uh, there is an unseen factor over your head uh, and that is what I call uh, the favor factor. Uh, the favor of God is upon you. Lift your hand and say the favor of God is upon me. Uh, open your mouth and say the favor of God is upon me. Uh, and because of the favor of God I shall come out of every trap of the enemy in the name of Jesus lift your hands shout out the name of Jesus and say i am favored in the name of Jesus oh hallelujah amen hallelujah glory be unto the name of Jesus amen